thy strength indeed is small. Child of weakness, watch and pray. Find in me thine all in all. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. And when before the throne I stand in him complete, Jesus died my soul to save, my lips shall still repeat, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe, sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. Thanks, Caleb. And uh, starting to, uh, how many of you missed church this morning? Say amen. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, they got the message whether they wanted it or not. And uh, Caleb's sermon was longer, but his was more of satire <laughs> than uh, actual sermon material. But it was definitely entertaining. Uh, go ahead and open your Bibles tonight, book of John. And what we're going to do is we're going to just, that's going to be our starting place, John 6. And then we'll back up a few pages to Luke 24. So it's not very far apart right there. Just real quick, uh, real quick <clears throat> looking at this. Uh, yes, I did uh, miss church along with you. I hate being out of schedule. I hate just, I hate just missing church. I've been away before on vacation and you know and i'll be thinking well they're in the middle of sunday school right now <laughs> and uh, okay now they're going to church it's kind of like i remember as a kid being home sick from school and i think okay they're going to recess right now and i just be missing my regular routine uh and of course it's it's more than that isn't it it's more than just missing the regular routine of of school, Sunday school, Sunday morning worship. You know, you miss that fellowship. You know, and I think, I know I do. As I sat at home this morning, and it was a tough call, I called uh, all the deacons and uh, and the, uh, uh, talked to them, and, and they said, well, you know, it's kind of like, well, I don't know, it's fine, I understand, just it's a tough call to make. The water was rising up, getting higher and higher. And uh, at the edges of the road, and but uh, about 9:30, it started. They started creeping back down. So you just, and of course, found out how bad it was in town in Hamburg. I didn't realize. I talked to a couple, including Brother Lee, and uh, different ones. It was really bad in town. The trees and limbs and wires and lines and and I didn't realize the wind had uh, had blown that hard, or, or different things were affected. Uh, Trey had a little leak it over at his house, and they got to figure out where that's coming in, whether it's a ridge cap or not. So, definitely had some weather-related issues. But you know, again, more than just I got out of my routine. It was the fact that 
the Bible says it's good to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. That's Hebrews 10.25. And, and it says, but it says this, uh, to not forsake the uh, assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. Hebrews 10.25. Exhorting means to encourage. And so we've got to encourage each other. We miss that encouragement when we come to church. We miss that encouragement when those things happen. Uh, and I just, just want to say that it, you know, it kind of leaves me as a Christian feeling empty inside whenever that occurs. And so I, I definitely enjoyed my, uh, Shaney spent the night with us, spent the day with us. And so we had, she was a part of our five. Again, back up to five, thanks to her, and and so she got to see uh, uh, and hear Caleb's sermon, and we sang, and we even had an invitation, just as I am this morning, and so we sang that, and uh, had all that going on. Just quickly, the message tonight for just a little while is this, from doubting to determined, from doubting to determined. Many of us can have things in our life that can cause us to doubt. And Jesus was, was preaching some hard things to the crowds that were following him. And you know, the, we were uh, discussing the other day about trying to live in a... We live in a world that, where our lifestyle... If you're trying to be a Christian, did you know it's, it's getting a little harder because our values are not the same. As we were discussing some, some of these things about being different and, and how that Jesus calls us to follow Him. Come follow me. And I, I am the answer. I am the, the Savior. And we'll see this here in John chapter 6. We were at the ball game Friday night. And, uh, and, and Kevin and I were talking about the teams. Kevin was sitting beside me and this and that. And, and uh, two rows and... Well, two and a half, I guess, two rows in front of us, two and a half rows in front of us were, was one of the high school girls, uh, ball team players, and a, a girl that Taylor graduated with. I didn't know it, but they, they were both proclaimed lesbians. And there they were, six feet in front of us, holding hands and being affectionate one toward another. And I found out you know, this, and then and Kevin said, yeah, not only that one, but these over here, and this one over here, and Karen said, yeah, that one, and this one over here, and then and then found out that, that, that even the teachers promote this kind of lifestyle. You know, and so that's, it's even here in, in our little old town of Hamburg, and, and you know, and we, we, you hear, and you know, and I often think that and, you know, when I, when I saw, you know, I hear it, and I hear it, you know, and the first thing, I'm an optimist, so you know what I think? Well, maybe they're just saying it, and they're not practicing it. You know, maybe it's something popular to say. And, uh, and then, then you see it demonstrated six feet from you at, in the gym, and so it's getting more and more damage. But what am I saying? I'm saying that, Whenever we're called to follow the Lord, you know, used to living in the Bible Belt, it wasn't very difficult. It's not very hard to be different. I mean, to say, I'm a Christian and proud. Now, if we stand for what the Bible says, it's getting 
our lifestyle is more opposite, is more different. Than, I mean, we're and and guess what? If we call sin a sin, guess what they call us? Oh, we're hateful. We're haters. We hate people. That's what we're called. We're labeled. We're labeled. We're labeled bigots. We're labeled haters. We're labeled. There's all sorts of uh, political correct terms of of uh, of people that are homophobics. <laughs> I'm not afraid of anybody, but I do hate to sin. Okay, you can love people yet still dislike, hate, be against. Ever how you want to state it tonight? Be against sin. And uh, you know, I, I know I could go to seed on that seeing that Friday night, but. Main thing is just to love people and to stand firm against sin. That's the main thing. Now, just quickly, verse 28. I'm in John 6. I hope I stated the chapter already. John 6, and then we're going to back up to Luke 24, but not yet. John 6 and verse 28. Then said they unto him, What shall we do? This is a group of people. This is a bunch of people. That we might work the works of God. And Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that you believe on Him whom He has sent. And they said unto Him, What sign showest thou that we may see and believe thee? And doest thou, what dost thou work? Our fathers did eat manna in the desert. As it is written, He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And he says in verse 35, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst again. So Jesus is saying, if you want to please God, if you want to live forever, you've got to take me and only me. I'm the bread. There's nothing else. There's not a, a law, an ordinance, a church membership. I'm the way. Matter of fact, notice I've got it... Uh, Marked here in verse 35. Now, he has to state this several times. And he says here in verse 35, he says, I am the bread of life. What does it say again in verse 48? It says it again, doesn't it? You see verse 48? Notice verse 51. What does it say? He's, he keeps repeating it over and over again. And notice, let's skip down uh, to verse 60. And it says, many therefore of his disciples, when they heard this saying, said what? This is a hard saying. Who can hear it or comprehend it is what it means. And when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said, doth this offend you? Folks, sometimes I've read the Bible and I've been offended. But it's a different type of offense than somebody offends you by calling you a name or you know what I mean this type of offense means can you handle this 
How, are, are you, I mean, you, God's Spirit convicts you and I, I should be different. Folks, how many of you have been in a situation where you knew you should have spoke up for Jesus, but you didn't, and God convicted you about it, either immediately right after you missed it or later after you got in the car and you said, I should have said something. We were offended. In other words, we were convicted for a second. Maybe we're out of practice. He says, to follow Jesus means I'm, I, I will speak up for Him. To say, I'm not offended of Him. I'm not offended by Him. I will say something. Now, that doesn't mean to say, y'all two people right there, repent. <laughs> it doesn't mean to be offensive back. But it does mean to stand for the truth whenever you have the opportunity. That's, they, were, they were having to make a decision. That's why they say this is a hard saying. If you read all of these verses, which I'm trying to condense this, he's saying, eat my flesh and drink my blood. What in the world are you talking about? He's saying you must follow me completely, consume all of me. That's in the verses, the 50s, if you read all the 50s. All right? And now skip down to verse 66. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Did you know some people, I've had people in church before, and we've, you know, and you don't plan it this way, but I've seen people get up and leave the church that I pastor because I was trying to explain closed communion. And they said, well, if this church believes in and I didn't. they didn't say this, but I found this out after the fact. And that, well, if this church believes in closed communion, I'm leaving. And they literally got up and left because I was trying to explain our convictions of what the Bible says. That's, a, that's an easy example to point to. But I've seen church people leave churches before because uh, I've... Literally, churches I've pastored, I've seen people make visitors get up and leave their pew. That's my pew. You, um, and stand there and wait for them to move. A guest, a visitor. I've seen, the churches I've pastored. And uh, so, you know, this, what it's saying here is, is that you see here, he's saying now, this is a hard saying. There's many times that, Jesus' sayings can offend us, the Word of God. And he says, does this offend you? From, many, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more. I'm in verse 66. And then Jesus asked the all-important question, will you also go away? And then Simon, there's, this is what me and you need to camp out on, verse 68 and 69. Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that Thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. You're the only one. That's where we need to be. Well, one last thing. Back in uh, Luke 24, this is... uh, to many of you, this is a very familiar passage concerning the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. And again, what is the title? From doubting, from halfway 
I don't know what to do to determine. You see, there were people that said, I just don't know about giving up. You're talking about giving up and being a servant to other people? You're talking about sharing the gospel? I'm, I may have a reputation to uphold. You're talking about laying aside what I think and doing what you think? And then the disciples, they remember Jesus is dead, the two disciples on the road to Mass. Jesus is dead. He died. There's no hope. All this must have been a charade. He's gone. He's no longer around. And in Luke 24, verse 29, they didn't know they were hosting Jesus, and they constrained him. Luke 24, 29. They begged him, hey, stay with us, for it's getting late. And the day is far spent, and he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and brake and gave to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, now this is what I missed this morning. Did not our heart burn within us? while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the Scriptures. I missed that this morning. Anytime I miss the... Whether I'm preaching or listening to preaching, I miss it if I don't get it. And uh, and that's what they're saying in verse 32. And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together. Do you all remember it's late? It's late, and what they do? They left their house anyway and went and found the eleven. And they said to them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way and how he was known of them in the breaking of bread. And, folks, I I pray that tonight that uh, you're determined. You're determined. Uh, We're going to have a a hymn of invitation. There may be somebody here tonight just wants to pray at the altar with Second Sunday of the new year, and uh, I, I don't know whatever God may be laying on your heart. I, I want to be determined. Uh, this morning, I was in, you picked up a bulletin on your way in. I was going to preach on families. You know, and, and uh, after, uh, you know, I get, I, I don't know about y'all, I'm sure you do, you see something like, I saw Friday night in Hamburg, and I'm like, oh, man, why does that have to be right here? My kids are going to high school, and my kids are being, you know, and, and you know, of course, Taylor told me about it while she was in school, and that was two and a half years ago. You know, and I get, we're living in that day where families are under attack. Families and marriages. Y'all know what? Marriages in Ashley County are suffering. They are. And uh, everywhere. Families are under attack. Marriages, homes, kids. Our, our, our view of life is under attack. Satan's behind it. Jesus said he's the enemy. Y'all, y'all know the enemy is not each other. The enemy's him. We we don't need to spend any time quibbling about anything. Keep our eyes on Jesus and fight the devil. Because the Bible says, what does it say? Greater is he that's in us than he that is 
in the world. Y'all know the scripture, and we know who the He is in the world. May we pray that this 2013 we would stand firm, not doubt, but be determined. 